0: The stupidity of some really smart people. Because I post my homilies on my blog each week, I have to come up with a short title for each one of them. Well, believe it or not, my brothers and sisters, that was the most accurate title I could come up with for today's homily, given its subject matter. I hope you are not offended by the language, especially if you're somebody who's considered to be smart by your peers. could have given it another title, I could have called it the intellectually challenged condition of some really smart people, but that didn't have the same flair or zing to it, so I went with the one I went with. But please notice, the designation applies only to some smart people. Not everybody with a high IQ is included here. In today's Gospel reading from Matthew 11, Jesus says, and these are the words I want to reflect on today, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Now, contrary to what some people think, Jesus was not advocating ignorance here. He was not telling us to be childish in our relationship with Him and with His Heavenly Father. Rather, He was telling us that if we want to be considered His faithful disciples on this earth, we need to be childlike, which is quite different. To be childlike before Almighty God means, first of all, to be humble. To be childlike means that you know when all is said and done, you are totally dependent on your Father, that is to say, your Heavenly Father. To be childlike means to be in touch with your own imperfections. Means that you're willing to admit your imperfections. To be childlike means to know that you don't have all the answers. But it also means that you are teachable, in other words, that you are open to being taught the right answers by your Heavenly Father through his chosen instruments here on this earth. Now the good news is there are many very smart people in our world today who do embody this kind of childlikeness in their lives. Some of them, I believe, are members of this parish. These intelligent, devout men and women have many spiritual ancestors. People like St. Paul, who was a brilliant Pharisee before his conversion to Christ. St. Thomas Aquinas, who was arguably the greatest theologian of all time. St. Teresa of Avila, who was a brilliant spiritual writer. St. Edith Stein, St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, who was a brilliant philosopher before her life was taken from her at Auschwitz. St. John Paul II, and on and on the list goes. But there are many other people out there, my brothers and sisters, who think that they know more than God, and certainly more than His church. And this leads them, unfortunately, to advocate and support certain basic ideas that, quite frankly, are really stupid. Let me give you a list of them. And by the way, this is only a partial list, you'll be happy to know that. To give an exhaustive list would take hours, literally hours, and I won't subject you to that. I entitle this Some of the Most Noteworthy Stupid Ideas of Some Really Smart People in 2014. Stupid idea number one. Because some people will do the wrong thing, we have to give everybody the tools and the help they need to do the wrong thing. Let me say that again, because I want it to be clear. Because there are some people out there who will do the wrong thing, we have to give everybody the tools and the help that they need to do the wrong thing. That's the stupid idea, incidentally, that stands behind, among other things, the safe-sex education that many of your children and grandchildren receive in school. And yes, that even happens here in wonderful Westley. How do you know that, Father Ray? Oh, I know it because the young people tell me all the time. Of course, that does not take place at St. Pius X School. We teach our young people the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, in an age-appropriate way. Yet another reason to send your children to St. Pius' School. Which brings us to stupid idea number two. Because some people will do the wrong thing, we have to legalize the wrong thing so that people can do the wrong thing safely. This is the stupid idea that drives some really smart people who want to legalize things like recreational drugs and prostitution, as it drove some smart and evil people 40 years ago in their efforts to legalize abortion. Stupid idea number three. Human life begins whenever we say it begins. The science of genetics, my brothers and sisters, has proven, not beyond a reasonable doubt, but beyond a shadow of a doubt, that a new and separate human life is present at the moment of conception. And up until a few years ago, all the medical, all the scientific literature reflected that truth. But then certain smart people came along who wanted to be able to say that the birth control pill can never ever function as an abortifacient, which it can under certain circumstances. And so, without any scientific evidence whatsoever, they simply changed the definition of pregnancy. Yep, just decided to change it. So now we're told that pregnancy begins at implantation and not at conception. So you see, according to these people, during the time between conception and implantation, since the person's not really, the woman's not really pregnant, you can do whatever you want to that new human life in her womb. How convenient. Don't like a definition? Just change it. How clever. And how stupid. Stupid idea number four directly killing an innocent human being can be an act of compassion and love. Now a lot of smart people are acting on this stupid idea these days by removing food and hydration from terminally ill patients long before their bodies have begun to shut down. Once they begin to shut down, then it's okay to withdraw food and water because the body is not processing them anymore. But before that, it's ordinary care. The Church has said that very clearly. And by the way, this is one reason why you should all make plans to be here on Tuesday, October the 14th, when Father Tad Pacholzik will be here with us to talk about end-of-life issues. The announcement for that event is in the bulletin. Mark your calendars. For the sake of your loved ones, especially your elderly, sick, infirm loved ones, you need to be here for that presentation to know the truth. Stupid idea number five. A choice can be considered good without any reference whatsoever to its object. Many of our brilliant politicians, who proudly call themselves pro-choice, believe that idea, which is, without question, one of the stupidest ideas of all. Even most five-year-olds know that one of the ways you evaluate a particular choice is by looking at its object. In other words, what exactly is being chosen? It's a good choice if the object, if what you are choosing, is good. It's a bad choice, every five-year-old can tell you this. It's a bad choice if the object of the choice, if what's being chosen, is bad. This is why I would say that we should seriously consider electing electing some kindergartners to Congress this year. They'd probably do a much better job than the people who are there right now. They certainly couldn't do much worse. Stupid idea number six. Marriage is whatever you say it is. Unless you say that marriage is exclusively between one man and one woman, in that case, marriage is not what you say it is. Now, it would be really great if you could reason with a smart person who embraced this particular stupid idea by saying to that person, look, marriage has never involved two people of the same gender. Since the beginning of human history, marriage has always involved a man and a woman because only a man and a woman have the natural potential to beget children. It would be really nice if you could reason with them along those lines. But you see, that kind of reasoning won't work with these people because another stupid idea that these smart people believe, and this is the last one I'll mention this morning, is that They are smarter than everyone else who's come before them in human history. So it doesn't matter what intelligent men and women have believed in the past. It doesn't matter what the ancient philosophers and moralists and civil leaders thought. It doesn't even matter what people in the last century thought and what they did. These smart people, these really smart people in 2014 say, We are the enlightened ones. We are geniuses. We know more, we know better than all the men and women of the past put together. So we can disregard everything they've said. It's rubbish if we choose to disregard it. If it supports our opinion, we'll take it. I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Let me conclude my homily now on a slightly more positive note. We need to remember something today. We need to remember that the same Jesus who said these words to us in Scripture also said, Seek and you shall find. That means there's always hope, praise God, even for very, very smart people who believe very, very stupid ideas. If they begin to seek the truth with sincerity and with humility, they can always find it, like the great Saint Augustine did. As many of us, probably most of us know, Augustine was a brilliant young intellectual of the 4th century who embraced some incredibly dumb ideas, mostly because he wanted to justify his immoral lifestyle. And in the process, he drove his saintly mother Monica nuts. Absolutely crazy. But he changed. And when he changed... His stupid ideas left him, never to return again. Let's pray at this Mass that God will give us many, many, many more St. Augustines in our world today.